This is The 20 with DJ Spider, presented by BeatSource. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to The 20 Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Spider. That's right. Our show is brought to you by BeatSource, the music streaming service for DJs that play everything. BeatSource has got all the music you could need for any and every gig. We got expertly curated playlists. We got songs no other record pool has. We have got um, BeatSource Link. I mean, it's incredible. You can DJ from the cloud, stream the songs into your DJ hardware or software. It's pretty incredible. So visit BeatSource.com for a free 30-day trial or use our code THE20 for a free 60-day trial. Get up on there. Let me know what you think. Send me a DM on Instagram at DJ Spider, DJ S-P-I-D-E-R, and make sure you rate and review the podcast on Apple, Spotify, all the different platforms. Thank you. Thank you to all the BeatSourcers, our loyal listeners, and everybody that is part of this. Thank you to the team that makes this happen, Vlats, Anthony, BeatSource, everybody. We love you. Um, and now, let me tell you about today's guest. We've got our second returning guest uh, in the history of this podcast. We've only had one person return, and this is the second person. And it's only right because they are such a dope DJ. And the first time we talked was August 2020, prime lockdown uh, pandemic. Um, so we were really, you know, talking about how Twitch was becoming this big thing. Like, you know, Trump was president. All these crazy things were happening at the time. And now to look back on that and have him come in now is amazing. And, um, you know, back then he was one of the longest running, biggest open format DJs. Uh, you know, one of the kings of Vegas, longest running DJs out there and just traveling the world through DJing, doing so many amazing projects. And he has come back out of the pandemic the same way. He's got an amazing new residency we talk about. He's got an amazing retreat he's putting together with DJ City that we discuss. Um, we just talk about so many little gems all the way from travel tips to just things you could use in your life and being, you know, wealthy in your mind versus your bank account. And uh, I think a lot of important things were talked about this and a lot of funny stuff and a lot of cool things. So I just enjoy being able to catch up with him face to face. I think you guys are going to enjoy it. Uh, so please welcome to the podcast, DJ Vice. Now we are. We're already rolling. We're talking. You, you just said you were drinking some shit. And I was like, what? <laughs> I'm drinking some shit. All right. What so you, what, so go ahead. DJ Start Vice is on the show. Make some noise, everybody. Come on. Oh, my God. Listen to that Dude, crowd. Listen to that crowd. Crickets? Dang. All right. <laughs> well, we're in the Beat Source office. You know, last time Vice was on, it was August 2020. We were locked in Full our house. Lockdown. Full lockdown. Yeah. Like... August 2020 was August my last 2020 with you? like a year and a half. So, you know, and I went back and listened to it because I had no recollection of what we talked about and like I wrote down some notes. I'm like last time, so last time we talked, I said, "Oh, I had just got off club hopping on Twitch and I was watching DJ5 do the pour over. Remember that?" Yes. And uh and we were, yeah, we were on full lockdown. We, we had all these conversations about how Twitch was just starting to blow up mm. for DJs. And uh, Donald Trump was president, uh, which, wow, that's crazy to say out loud. Yeah. And uh, we were saying March 2021, we will be fully back to normal, which, what are we now? 
March 2022. Yeah. <laughs> March 2021, I was my first DJ gig back. So that yes. kind of. We were right a little bit. And then it just went on this roller coaster yeah. of insanity up yeah. and down. Wow, dude. So that was, okay, that was a minute. Life has changed. The world has changed. Oh, my, my outlook in, on life has changed, I'm sure. We were talking yours. about drinking a lot um, mm -hmm. on that episode. You were like, we were talking about drinking on Twitch. You were talking about doing tequila tasting. And, and, and now I think you've been sober. 318 days, no alcohol. Alcohol free. Mm. Applause, applause. Alcohol free. <sighs> I can't say sober. I mean, I drink canned drinks, which have THC, so. Right. Yeah, like, but, yeah, it's but pretty yeah, much yeah, sober. Alcohol free. I feel like I mean, people that smoke weed still say they're sober because yeah, it's like a lighter. Alcohol free. Yeah, alcohol. alcohol free. 318 days. Yo. 318 days in our world as DJs, like, to not have a sip of alcohol. That's incredible. And I've been back since on, like, as far as shows since March 2021. That's the thing. If you would have said that during the pandemic and you were home, that's still impressive. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have thought but that. But being out back in clubs, I mean, that's the hardest place for us to not drink, I yeah. think. Right? I mean, why, why not just dive right into the deep end and talk about this, right? That Let's I'm, do I'm it. All right. Yeah. 318. <laughs> and, and I am like that's a incredible. firm believer, like... I actually want to speak for myself. No one just stops drinking just to stop drinking. Like, that doesn't... You don't wake up and be like... I don't think I want to drink anymore. Like that doesn't happen. Like <laughs> right. I, at least it didn't happen for me. And I want to be transparent about that. There's reasons behind it. Yeah. Like I, I, you know, like a lot of us were drinking during the pandemic and I thought I was drinking equivalent to the same amount, maybe the way I used to drink on the road. But I realized right. when I went back out to shows, I, my tolerance was shot and like, I couldn't drink the same way I drank and the hangovers were kicking in, right. you know, a day a two day two day hangover i was like whoa this is like rough yeah plus we i think as djs we weren't on that grind again where it was like show after show after show it was like one show and then you're waiting like two weeks for the next or totally. something like that yeah so like that hit and then you know um just the hangovers were were not fun and like blacking out during djing is not a great feeling to be like to have to go back into your Serato history and be like, what did I play after that point? And then you're like, that right. cringe of, oh. Seeing oh, an Instagram is, story where you're like, yeah, like what was, it was going just on? Like, it was just an awakening moment for myself to be like, I, I want to like, I came out of the pandemic. We're alive. I'm healthy. I want to I wanna be focused. For myself personally, yeah. I want to be able to be able to get back to my family and be able to take care of my daughter yeah. and be in full-time family mode and not have to recover from two, three hours of partying at a nightclub. So I just had like that moment of like, uh, I need to tap out. And plus like after a couple of those strikes of like drinking too much at gigs and like yeah. blacking out, then I was like, dude, this is not healthy for myself, for my family, and right. for my future as a as a DJ. So I yeah. just stopped. I had to stop. Uh, yo, that's commendable, you know, to say the least. Like that's, and it's really cool that you had the your you know you're self conscious enough to be able to just like do that and make that change. Yeah. And I mean, it's hard. It's I know you're known for tequila and drinking yeah. and. <laughs> partying and vegas and you know being in with the people buying the tables and you know right. so it is a big change but i think you can still do that and still mm -hmm. be in the zone and like i've been with you at gigs since then and i've seen videos of you and it's like you're on point you know when you're sober i think there's a difference in you're very like you, you can be surgical with your sets like yes. oh i'm playing this i'm playing that so it brings 
a different level of focus um, yeah. and the stuff with your family and, and getting older and that's the, that's the this, first you know, part. Like yeah. I was, that trumps everything in a sense. You said Trump was president. I that Trump <laughs> came back in. Um, <laughs> We're allowed to use that yeah. again now. I think. But it's, it, first and foremost, it was like I was letting my family down. Yeah. Because I'm not coming back a hundred percent. And it, right. and it's, it's acceptable for me to come home now and be like, I'm just tired. Yeah. I want to sleep. Like that's okay. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm more tired. Sometimes just being tired, tired, I have to get over that part. Right. Of it. <laughs> so like, but to come back and be like, I'm hungover and tired. It's like it wasn't. It just didn't. You know, yeah. it didn't do sit well with me. So right. That and then, uh, you know, now I just I can focus on everything else I want to accomplish right now, and it gives right. me more energy and time. So that was my you Amazing. know push behind it. Yeah. That's so dope. Yeah, we got some questions from people. I mean, I could ask them now since yeah, we're talking it about in. it. Since, I mean, we started with a. a a taboo subject yeah. in the sense where DJs are like, you know, a lot of DJs do hit me on the side, like, how are you not drinking? How are you doing this? How are you turning down shots? And right. it's, it's funny because I've, I've actually, I'm going to speak on this that I saw on like, I saw, I, you know, I'm pretty, my algorithm on TikTok's pretty good because it's listening to what I'm saying right now. So like this <laughs> alcohol one came up and it's like, it's, it is the one drug when, you know, when you tell someone like, oh, I'm not drinking, they're like, what? why and you're like you get all these questions right yeah. but if it's like you're like yo let's do some let's do some hard let's do some heroin and i'm like dude <laughs> no i don't do that and you're like you, you know like yeah it's it, it's it's it and no one's gonna be like what why why yeah. don't you do that and right. you're like no one's gonna ask so you that true. right yeah or like even like let's do a bump of coke bro and you're like no i'm like what why don't you do that like yeah. it doesn't happen right i know but with alcohol it's always the what how come right why aren't you drinking yeah. What do you like? You know, like especially in our industry, in our and, industry, and yeah, the way yeah. it's you know portrayed. Exactly. But. So throw a question out there. I'm open. Yeah. I mean, it is hard. Like, how do you turn down the shots? Because you want to feel that um, connection with everybody, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. and I think sometimes those nerves before you DJ, like, or I don't know. There's something about doing the shot and feeling okay. I'm connected with the crowd now. Mm -hmm. But I do think it's a false illusion of being connected with the crowd because then, like you said, you go back later and look at your history or see videos and you're like, oh, that wasn't good. Right. And probably you would have a better understanding of what's going on if you were sober. But but I don't know. It's like a crutch in a way. You almost feel like you have to do it, right? And then you finally break that cycle or that habit and you're like, oh, my God, I made it through. And yeah. now you're almost a full year in. Yeah. And obviously you've proved to yourself and everyone else that you can do it. Right. Yeah, um, I, I, I feel that it's like a muscle that I'm still like constantly working out. Right. Where I just say no. Like, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm a people pleaser. I know I am. I, yeah. I, I'm a people pleaser. I say yes. I would say yes to every shot and enjoy right. it and have a great time. Yeah. But it's also at the same time, like, I literally just, I actually know that in the sense that I'm so, I have so much conviction that I'm like not drinking anymore. Right. That when I tell people I'm not drinking, they feel it. They feel when yes. I say that to them. Like I'm not drinking. Yeah. That it's like. I don't have to say it. This is a hard no. I'm not drinking. It's just like I'm not drinking. Yeah. And it's like they kind of feel that impact. Like, I know. Oh, and I think people in not. Vegas want to joke about it. Like I remember I saw you at the Vice on Ice thing. Mm -hmm. And you were DJing and I was over on the side. And there's a lot of people there. And I don't even know who. But a, one or a couple of people were like, oh, man. Can't believe Vice isn't drinking. Or, you know, almost seemed yeah. like disappointed in right. a way. And I was like, let the guy live. Like, yeah. I think he's drank enough by now. I think he knows what he's doing. Like, why do you care? You right, know? right. It's also, you you know, like you realize who also rides for you. Yeah. Like, you also feel that too. So it's a right. big, 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 like 
you know, note for DJs to notice, like when you are on the road and you are around your local, like especially think about local DJs in the yeah. scene, like they play their same venue over and over and over, week after week after yeah. week. You kind of see who's your support team yeah. in the sense of like who wants you to win and who wants you to grow as a right. as an artist, as a DJ, as a producer, whatever, where you're like, yeah. no, I'm just focused right now. I don't want to drink or whatever. And they're like, oh, cool. Good for you. Right. You're like, I like, that's a good person. Yeah, exactly. That's someone I want to be around. Yeah, like I'd rather have you be alive and like right. with your family and have a long life than be drunk even though okay it's fun to be drunk or something yeah. but it's like yeah and and I've, I've lost personal friends to just straight alcohol like i don't i don't want that right. i don't wish that upon anybody you know yeah. so in that in that sense yeah it's just about first you know it ties into like the people you surround yourself with in this industry right. is yeah. how is is who is going to essentially help you grow to the point that to get to the point that you want to get to in your right. career. That's what I feel. Yeah. And like you said, you drink those canned drinks, which are like THC, yeah. but I don't think those are the best to drink when I you're don't drink social DJing because DJing. they're like mellow, but they are I pretty can't amazing. Smoke weed and DJ. No, no smoking weed and DJing is, not, you know, only for a specific no, type of yeah. person, I think, if they could do it. But, uh, but drinking those are more lightweight, but I still don't. It's just a mental thing to get me in a yeah. cool space. They're bo- better at DJing, night. Like outside yeah. of that. Yeah. It's like a glass of wine type thing. Yes, but I couldn't. Exactly. Uh, no, no. They I, bring I, you down in a way. The, like. the presence that I have while I'm DJing now, and I've done this before because I've ran marathons where I stopped drinking for six months. Or right, like, I remember not that. A year, I've yeah. done a year before. But like the presence that I have and thinking three records ahead sometimes in my own head, I'm like, oh, wow. Like I don't have to last minute search for that one record or right. now that I'm on USB. You're like in like the scroll. matrix. Like everything's going around you and you can yes. plan it. It's like chess. You know, you're it's, planning ahead. It's probably ahead. like, I mean, I... It's like how a basketball player like does that no look pass. Like yes. they already saw that where they were gonna go with this play. Right. Like yeah, half less than halfway down the court, they're already like, "This is what I'm gonna do," and this is yeah, gonna happen. you're right. Or like in that, it, it, they just so like I'm feel that I'm in this moment now where I'm like, I'm in a flow state where I'm like, okay, cool, I know where I'm going. Right. It's not a pre-programmed set at all. Like I know yeah. you don't pre-program, I don't pre-program. Yeah. But it's just like you're able to like. M- mentally map out how I'm going to ride this wave and take this story of a night. Yeah. That's so cool. And yeah, imagine if they were drunk in the basketball court, like I don't think they'd be able to do the no look pass, you know, right. right. As fun as it is, you know, um, we are there working, you know, and, and it's fine either side, but yeah, Yeah, I think that I'm not, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm advocate for both sides. (laughs) Yeah. But no, I mean, Richard vision came on and was like, I've, he's completely sober every gig yeah. forever. And I didn't know that, you know, yeah, and the way dude. he talked about it, like it's, and that's wild. Cause I, I mean, my first big nightclub experience is watching Richard Humpty vision play at a club in LA called the dome. Wow. Which is like his original stomping ground Yeah, and being in there and hearing him play. And that was such an impactful night in my life in house music. And his set was just so flawless and it built and i was like yeah dude uh, yeah i was i was young this is probably like 93 no no sorry sorry i take that back it's probably like 94 95 and hearing that and being like so inspired and think about it he's so present he's clear he's focused He's not drunk. He's right. not. He didn't have sloppy mixes. Right. Seamless. Like that's what yeah. he talked about on here. He's like, you, you know, one time I did a shot before and it was a horrible set, and I'm like, that's so interesting. <laughs> like one shot. Yeah, and there's so many times where I'm like, okay, here we go. You know, like, 
what just happened last night? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the questions people wrote in, it was like Ryan Lucero just said, how is it DJing sober? And DJ Zoe said, how has it been not drinking during sets, especially the beginning? Mm. I think he means, I don't know if he means the beginning of the set or the beginning of trying to go sober like oh, yeah, the first three, couple those, months. That, that learning curve of two to three months of like getting yourself yeah. out of your head and being like, you know, because you take those wild chances when you're drinking. You're like, fuck it, let's play this. Right. Fuck it, let's play that. Like, yeah. that. like you don't, you don't, necessarily take those or i don't right now and i'm more in a sense strategic in the way i'm gonna ride this wave and at the end of the night i'm able to like reflect on everybody's feedback on my set yeah and i and so far it's been very positive and i also really i really um appreciate the comments i get from the lighting guy the busser who's there every week you right. know what I mean? Like yeah. the security guard as I'm walking out, like, yo, that was a really fire set. Cause like they hear everyone they're yep. listening to those sets over and over from all these DJs. So when I walk out and I get some compliments from those guys, that really just is a reassurance to myself. Like I'm playing a fucking good set. Yes. Like, this is cause I'm still in my head. I'm yeah. still in my head. Like oh, I, I should, I shouldn't have gone that way. Or maybe it would have been better if I played this song or this. And I, right. And then I get a couple of those, those compliments on the way out. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I maybe I didn't do so bad. You know, it's just we're hard right. on ourselves as DJs. We want to be. I like, love that me and you flawless. are both like that. Like same, we've done these clubs so many so times, many. the biggest clubs. But same thing. Oh, did that go good? What did I do? I'm over analyzing. Yeah. And yeah, even yeah. two weeks ago, I got to do Marquee on a Sunday, and oh my god, the amount of time I probably spent too much, but preparing and overthinking and making yes. edits, and you know, just the day of, like in my room, getting everything together. You're and like, I gotta get back. I gotta download more music. And you're like, I download. Don't know then you go down doing, the download you know, black yeah. hole where you just keep getting more and yeah. more records. And then, and then like, at one point, I'm like, stop downloading. Just <laughs> take what you got. Like you've made it this far. Why do you need to download anything? Yeah, and I, then I, I was <laughs> making edits and I was making an intro and everything till the last second. I saw Shecky Green yeah. and he's like, you know, you're. You're overthinking that, you know, you're putting too much work into this. Not too much. Like he was like, it's good, but, but, but it paid off. Like it went well. I got good comments. Like you said, you know, like Greg Lopez open and close. He gave me compliments and it's good to hear from people like that, that hear a lot of other people. And I'm like, you know what? It paid off all the work I put into it, you know, and all my overthinking, um, you know, and, and especially coming out of the pandemic, like some of the set, I've had a few sets where I'm like, that was horrible. You know, like what is wrong with me? Like, maybe, and then I well, come I had back. sets where I don't even remember. So, right. <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> you're, I'm glad like, that's not happening anymore. Try, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, yeah. but to, to, I mean, you're a great interviewer and I think I like to talk a lot, but to twist this in and, yeah. and to kind of bring it to the next phase is, you know, we talked uh, off camera about about the USB sticks, USBs. right? No, that was precisely where yeah, I was going to go with perfect. it. Was that? But this makes sense, and exactly why? Right? Is that be- because that's been sort of like an excuse for me? Okay. Like, oh, I don't know if I could do USB sticks. Like, if I'm drinking, I don't know what's happening, or I can't look through, and yeah. the thing's small, which is just an excuse. You know, it's just a matter of working on it. But yeah, so you, you know, like I had politic on last week. He's on USB sticks doing record box mm-hmm. for most of his gigs or pretty much all of them. And then I mentioned it to you and you're like, me too. Yeah, and dude. I saw you at some of the gigs and then it goes hand in hand with being sober and being able to really focus on what's happening yeah. to do this new thing. Yeah. So yeah, let's talk about that. So like, big up politic as well as ruckus. I, I both know that they're on USB sticks. Right. And 
I saw that as well as being inspired. I'm always inspired by DJs, like in so many different ways. So yep. I, I saw, I was like, damn, politics. He's like, bro, I have his USB stick. That's it. Oh and the God. headphones. It feels like you're and cheating. Then, yeah. Like. <laughs> and then Ruckus told me the same. I went to dinner with Ruckus in Vegas before a gig at Zook. And then I was like, really? And then, and then I had just got the 3000s and the, the CDJ 3000s. Yeah. So I started messing with them and I'm like, wow, this search feature, like typing in is so fast now. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm not drinking the three. I have the three thousands. I have no excuse. Right. I the have, search feature too has oh, like yeah. politic was here last week and we have a whole setup in the other mm -hmm. room with the three thousands. And he was showing me a few things I didn't know too, with like that, the color will show up that the key it's in. Yeah. Um, different organization you ways. Can scrub the, the waveform with your fingers and the headphones and listen to different tracks real quick in the in the prepare and the win in your window, oh. I don't know how to properly explain right. it because I'm still learning these <laughs> things. Um, and that, and just, oh, so that's I, I, dope. yeah. Okay. And then I used a, it just, the program doesn't even have any support anymore, but it's called record buddy. Right. And I used record buddy to transfer a lot of my Serato crates into record box. Right. I used record cloud. It's okay. Like another one. So but. it moved everything over. Yeah. It's still a mess. My things, I, yeah. And I'm still trying to organize, but I literally just, you know, got some crates together, got my cue points. I spent like a week in the studio just really just trying to understand CDJs and work with them. I mean, I've been on CDJs for years with HID mode. Right. But never with Rekordbox. So, yeah. And then I just dove in head first. It was like, I was thinking, should I try and have my laptop set up and go? I know. And, US, and I was like, no, just leave your laptop in the room and you have no like yeah. safety net. Just jump in the deep end, right? That's the way to do it. Yeah, yeah. So I left the laptop and I was like, fuck it, let's go. Damn. And I played Zook. I was going to say, you're doing it at like probably yeah. one of the biggest clubs in the world and the most hyped <laughs> new club. It's not like you're doing it on some low stakes <laughs> game no. too. And I've only, I've been on like maybe the last, uh, maybe the last six to eight shows I've done like in different places yeah. have all been USB. And, wow. I, and I've already, I have some little like stories where like, Okay, that didn't, that definitely didn't know that was going to happen. Like, like I, what? Like, what have you learned so pros and cons, I guess? One of them was on record box. Like, I have a setting where to load the next record, yeah. I have to stop the CDJ from playing. So, like, I mix out of that song. So, you don't I go to the right. I go to, cha to, to channel two. And on channel one over here, I'm, you know, looking for the next song that I'm going to play. Yeah. But it's still spinning the last song, right? Right. And then I see it. Oh, I'm going to play that one. I click it. But it, it tells me to stop the song, right? Okay. But I didn't stop the song because I like, I'm in the middle of a show and I look up and I don't know what, it, I just wasn't exactly paying attention at that point because I look at the So you CJ, thought you had loaded I it. I thought I loaded it, oh, right? No, yeah. So then I'm, I bring it to the first beat and I really quickly and I'm, I'm like match it in, but it was the song that just played. Oh, no. And house records have the same kind of intro, right? So I'm not really like, and I'm still semi-nervous on right. USBs, right? Setup, yeah. So, and by oh, the way, wow. that was... I had just played the first song of the intro of my set where the confetti blows and all that. <laughs> and then the second song. So I literally went back, back to, to the, the first, first song that I just played. Oh my God. And it comes in. It's like, and it, and it, and it was like, oh shit, I just played this song. <laughs> <laughs> I so wonder how many people actually noticed. They did it because didn't. I, I like this, the vocal started coming in and then I was like, shit. So I just looped like a vocal and then got the next song on right. the other side and built that up. And yeah, it's like, like some new DJ technique. Like, yeah, You're like, bro, remember like, this one? I'm going out of it. Like rewind that air horn. <laughs> and drop oh my it God. In. So yeah. So I still like, and while I'm DJing right now, I'm like, when I do grab my phone, which is very rare when I'm DJing, I'm, I'm like writing down a quick, 
mental question okay. that I have. Right. My, like about record box. Well, it's like Serato. We had to learn so many, we had to make so many errors, you know, yes. I had to load the wrong song and do a million things, push the wrong button. Do you remember to when you would learn. hit reverse on Serato? Yes, and, and you, you don't, don't know how to the, get out of it. I have to pull out a note in my phone because <laughs> I would reverse the right side track I and I still don't know what it is. That's it was like Q or me. R or something it's like that. happened to me in the middle of a club recently and, it's, it's and then I had backwards. to put the CDJ on backwards <laughs> the only way to DJ and I was like, oh, what's happening? And it's going backwards but listening forwards. Yeah, I was like, yeah. this is not good. <laughs> so yeah, so I, I've switched over. I have Serato still completely set up yeah. and I think if I do like a private event like, you know, and, and need to like yeah. not I kind of, if I don't know where I'm going to go with my set, like in one of those situations, right. then maybe I'll, I'll bring it out. But right now I'm just slowly like getting my record box in order and yeah. getting the USB. And I do like that. I'm like, if that drunk girl comes by the DJ booth and spills a drink, it's not my CD. It's not your stuff. <laughs> it's not my shit. It's yeah. just my USB yeah. because the laptop is not there. So I have no danger zone right, right now. And, I've, and we've all amazing. seen those horror stories, yeah. right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I laptop I don't, falling or getting stuff spilled on it. I don't or, have that worry. I don't have wow. that worry right now. That's For, amazing. Yeah. So I'm, so I'm enjoying this. Like it's, yeah. And it's growth as a DJ getting me out of my comfort zone. And I'm big on that. That's what it's all about. And that's what everything you've said since we started, you know what I mean? Going sober, jumping right into the USB stick and just constantly staying curious and being mm -hmm. inspired. I think that's the key to longevity in all of this yeah. stuff and in any industry, but especially DJing. Like if you get complacent and just do the same shit over and over, that's when you get bored and your For sets sure. stay the same. And I Dude, think, yeah. Day before yesterday, a 17 year old was teaching me record box. Amazing. Like I was, yeah. I was seeing with him, and he was like, "I'm like, what about this? What about that? What about this?" And he's like teaching me all this stuff, and I was like, "I'm still curious. I'm 43. Yeah, right. I started DJing at like 12 years old. Crazy. So like this 17 year old is teaching me record box. Yeah. But I was still like asking him all, and he literally was like, oh, "I have to go in like 15 minutes. I got, <laughs> I'm supposed to meet up with my friends." <laughs> like, but he knew record box like in and out. He had he had been on it for years, so he had been on record wow. since record box one. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Kai. His name's Kai. Um, Hi, thank and you. Yeah, he's from his. <laughs> His dad works with Pioneer, so he I, like. Oh, really? Yeah, exactly. And he knew it all in and out, so he was helping me out, DJ Kai. That's crazy. Um, is that Lars's son? Yeah, Lars's son. Oh, exactly. okay. Yeah, amazing. I, I was like, he knows record box. Sit down, teach me, man. Teach me. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. So, what did you transfer over? Like some past sets, and then some crates that you dig out of, like freestyle. It's the crates or? that I dig out of, and then what I did on a technical thing was I went through my. Uh, Serato history yeah. through all like the last like six months of shows. Right. And I was just making sure all those records were in a crate. Yes. Because I'm like, in the last six months, if I haven't played this song right now, right. it's probably going to be pretty rare that I'm going to need to whip that out. And eventually I'll start moving those other records and other songs. Yeah, so you crates. could be ready for any right. situation. So like right now all these shows I have, I'm, I'm pretty set. Like, yeah. and, I, and a lot of times I'm hitting that search and then typing it in and finding it. Wow. So that's that's helping. Three three thousands, great. I did do an event and they I showed up and they didn't have the three thousand. There were two thousands, and I was like, oh shit! And it still worked out, so it wasn't that bad, right? Because you don't need to search that much. I'm sure, like you probably just much, no. uh, can go through. Even I save some of my old sets or little routines or just crates of big room, yeah. you know, and hip hop yes. and new and old. Yeah. So yeah, man, I'm enjoying this. Like that's so this dope. Next wave. Yeah. Wow. But those things are so tiny. I'm gonna lose it so soon. No, the one I have is way too small. Like yeah. I've left. I've already left it a couple times at places and just been like whoever gets that just 
totally got enjoy. hooked up. Yeah. yeah, enjoy. What do you have a specific drive? Like, is there a speed I, or I a don't size? Even know. I th- oh, oh, the 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 one thing that someone told me is get the USB C because I have a 2019 like you. We yeah. always talk about. I hate that 2019, but um, one side's USB C, one side's USB A. Oh, so I plug it in USB C to load all the music because it's fast. And then at the gigs, you just flip the other side and you put USB-A in. Oh, so you don't need the little adapter. adapter that's what slows thing. down the transfer process. Oh, I didn't know that. That's, my, I, that's what the nerdy talk I had with someone else. They're like, get a USB-C wow. on the dual drive, USB-C, okay. USB-A, yeah. And and just to side note why we hate the 2019, <laughs> it's they mashed up the, the arrow keys with the shift key right there on that one, right? Um, yes. Yeah. Look at, see that? Right like, there, yeah. those keys are mashed together. Where the the all the other years they're spaced out. Right. So when you rest your finger on there during Serato and searching like for moving. songs, yeah. yeah, no one knows what we're talking about because you don't have this laptop in front of your. Well, yeah, and it screen. has the um the touch bar I screen, hate, which yeah. is so annoying. I'm I constantly like in the middle of my set, like Siri, like, are you sure you want to yeah. turn me on? I'm like, no, don't exactly. even do anything right now. Exactly. Um, yeah. Wow, crazy. That's uh that's dope. Insp- inspirational. I have my record box USB two, but I've not used it in the club, but. Just Shit, I'm in Vegas laptop. tomorrow. I'll just force myself. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not as fast. There's still a lot of little things that I'm like, I, right. damn, I'm not doing this. I was way better on HID mode about this, but I'm like, it's a learning curve, like anything. It's just right? like anything else. You're going to learn. You write down those things. You practice. It's like being an athlete. You know, yeah. you have to like, I don't know, get yeah. your home court advantage on or something. Totally. You know? I like how DJs always bring up like the reference to athletes. <laughs> and I, I just but talked, we're not athletes. But we're not. And I, I talked about this to someone because I was I, I went on a, a run, right? I just yeah. I literally talked about this today with a friend because I did a like a three mile run. I run every day, as you know. Yeah. And then I went on a run and my friend today, we grew up, we went to high school together. He's like, damn man, you're still able to run. He's like, my knees and this and I go. Dude, you played sports. Like you played volleyball, you played basketball and all that growing up. I go, I stood behind a DJ booth. I didn't do <laughs> anything. I didn't I we weren't even jumping up and down then. Yeah. So I go, so my knees and my joints and everything, they're fine. See, I just all those really people bad. that were athletes earlier, it's now they're not, all, not they're good. They're all damaged. <laughs> yeah. Only thing for us is our ears are shot. Yeah. <laughs> my ears definitely have been ringing like exactly, crazy lately. Exactly. But that's another thing I'm trying. I have tinnitus. That's me too. My my has not gone away for yeah. ten years. And that's it's like that's the away. one thing on my kid i'm like protect your ears like i try to be like cool dad but i'm like yo trust me you don't want this you know i I, uh i do see the difference in like the younger demographic of djs they're all into it i wish it would have been pushed back then i didn't even think about it it like wasn't even a thing like google so we didn't know no. how to search, like, should, how should I protect my ears? Yeah, there was DJ. no, I didn't know. There was know. no company making these earplugs no. that we knew of. By the that, time I found out, it was too late. Like JBL I was, Eons, those Eon speakers at mobiles that were the worst me. speakers that yeah. tore apart. And do you want to hear my, like, comparison why we can't start wearing earplugs? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this, uh, this, this is the part that's probably going to go viral, right? <laughs> so... We've been DJing 20 plus years, yeah. 30 years, yeah. right? And we've been fucking the nightclub raw, right? <laughs> we've been no protection, <laughs> yes. no protection, right? True. Right? Yeah. I've been married 10 years now and I, and I don't want to wear a condom with my wife. I'm just not, <laughs> yes. I'm not going to start wearing yes. protection with her. We're, we're comfortable with each other. We're, we're, You're we're right. committed to each other, right? Yeah. Well, that's how I've been with a nightclub. Oh, man. I don't want to start wearing protection. I know. Because it's so hard. It doesn't feel the same. I know. It doesn't feel the same. I'm like, 
I put it in. It's funny because it, re- it truly it's, doesn't feel the same, like in your body, your even body. like the the music and everything. I think so I heard that two is a good analogy. Say, oh, and I'm like, <laughs> oh damn! There's more than two people saying oh, like they're screaming along or oh, oh, something. You know, like, yeah. There's more, and it's so difficult. Yes, it's so bad for us, but it's such a pattern that we've already it's been in. So hard. In. Like I keep trying to wear them. I know. I even bought this special pack that had. A microphone. They have two little microphones in the in ears, and then you wear it as a pack, and you can turn up and down, and you can hear the outside. Yeah, you can hear the outside crowd and turn them up or down. But it was so complex, like to deal with. And where are those in a drawer? Yeah, I don't even. Actually, I don't know. They're they're somewhere. They're in my studio, but I can't use them. And I know, like anything habit forming, like ways in the sense of like being able to DJ without drinking. You'd be able to do do it it. if you just practice. Just not there yet. Let me go one step at a time. (laughs) And it's like already I've gone to the doctor and they're like, you're done. Like you're never going to stop ringing. And so I'm like, all right, it's kind of like disheartening. (laughs) Yes. All right, let's just keep doing it. I'll just try to turn it down when I can. Yeah, I've been trying to. um, Yeah, I do. I think I might have gone down a little bit because I'm not drinking and I'm not. But then people at the end of the night, damn, your monitors are so loud. I'm like, oh, my God. Really? I, know. I guess. Just my gig two weeks ago, I felt like I had it too much because the past two weeks, it's been extra like ringing. And I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, man. So if DJs are younger that are listening to this. Yeah. yeah Yo, wear earplugs. Wear protection, Get the bro. custom ones. D- strap up. Pay that strap money. Strap up. You know, or just Double get a strap. big thing from CVS. Yeah, strap up in both ways. <laughs> Don't go in raw like like <laughs> see, like like Spider and I in yeah. the club <laughs> until you have a wife or yeah. you know. But <laughs> um, yes, that's a good analogy, and it's true, and it's so hard, and it sucks. I hate you know, like I try to explain to people, and they cannot comprehend what yeah. I'm saying. I'm like, no, it's yeah. ringing all the time, and they're like. Really? I'm like, yes. Yes. It doesn't go away. <laughs> like, at all. I can that hear it over stuff. I hear it now. Yeah, me I too. Right yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Damn, old DJ stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, crazy. So, um, so we mentioned that you played on USB sticks at mm-hmm. Zook, which um, that club didn't even exist last time we were, oh, damn, uh, right. you know, doing, doing this podcast. I think it existed in Asia. Right. There was one in Hong Kong, right? Uh, in S- Malaysia, I believe. Yeah, okay, Malaysia. I, I don't know. Yeah. But, um, but since then, huge places open in Vegas, resorts world, um, and they've got tons of food and clubs and yeah. all types of stuff. And they opened a day club that's massive, and they opened Zook Nightclub, which is probably the newest best biggest spot you know and it's just um massive Dude, it's and massive. every amazing dj is there right and the residency lineup is deep right now it's crazy deep. yeah and it's super dope too because it's everybody from the big room like tiesto people to like it's all over the place Carl really Cox to snake to yeah yeah, and cash, they had like cash. J Balvin and like like right. artists like true big concerts, right. and Martinez then brothers played there, right? And, like, and then people like you and Ruckus, yeah, politics, Ruckus politics, you know, dope DJs, well. Silver DJ Silver's there. Oh yeah, as well. Silver. They have like and and he plays. I know he he DJs a lot of country concerts and events, but right. But he plays a straight fire th- club set. That's what yeah. I was gonna say. He doesn't really maybe he mixes that stuff in there right. or something, but right. that's not what his night is there. Yeah, right? exactly. It's not country night, but yeah, it's a it's a very Diverse lineup, you know. Um, yeah, snake still on turntables in there. Which that's is crazy. Wild. Yeah, that's the thing. We're Speaking all this about talk USB. about USB. DJ Snake, one Scratch of the biggest live. DJs in the world. He's on Green, looking Scratch Live with 
turntables yes. and potentially a box. I don't even know what he, he uses. Keeps it but real, bro. I'm that's so, so crazy that he hasn't even changed over or upgraded I respect at all. That. I, do I, d- I definitely like, do. He's like, it's been working. I'm sticking I'm with sticking it. Sticking with it, dude. Yeah. There's, there's yeah. a little part of me of like, dang, I miss Scratch Live. Right. I Turntables mean, wasn't Scratch Live was a that was yeah. an era. <laughs> I mean, I know. That's crazy. I haven't seen him DJ for a minute too. Like I remember seeing him at the win. <clears throat> in a couple places, and I was impressed by his set. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, dope. it he's was still, really good. He's still a DJ. Like, yeah. a DJ's DJ. Like, yeah, for he's real. Dope. Um, so, yeah, Zook is <laughs> so, yeah, new what's residency. That? I've, I've, uh, you know, I've already played a handful of shows from... Uh, right. My first weekend was, like, New Year's week, so that was a mm-hmm. big lineup in the sense of, like, I didn't even know, like, my first flyer was, like, with Tiesto and Zed and all these. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, damn. Yeah, like, <laughs> there's there's a legit like roster that they have over here. So um, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm currently a resident exclusivity in in Vegas right now for 2022. Amazing. Um, so also I made, crazy because I feel like you were kind of with one company. Yeah, I was with for, Tau Group for since they opened really right? 2005. I, I was started to say at least Tau. 15 years. You've been doing Tau and Marquee, I remember there was that one Bravo. year you went over to Pure. At yep. Caesar's Palace way yes. back 10, Pure, 12 years ago. Or that something. was, so I've, 14 I've been with Tao Group in Vegas since 2005 when they opened Tao Nightclub Restaurant. Right. And the only year I stepped away was when AM opened LAX. Yeah. And DJ AM asked me to play at LAX and Pure. Right. And I went over there for one year and then I was like, peace, I got to go back to Tao Group. Right. So I, I did that. And then this is the one, the second time I've ever stepped away in Vegas only because I still am going to be doing right. New York dates and Chicago dates because they have venues. LA, they have venues around the world. Nice. Um, but in Vegas, yeah, I was able to, you know, make a change and, and have a new room to play in. I know That's you know great. how it is as a DJ. To, yeah. It feels good to have a, a fresh new room uh, and a new vibe and just a new audience yeah. that I'm playing to out there. And right. it once again got me out of my comfort zone. And I'm I'm on a lineup with heavy hitters and right. and A, you know, if you want to say A-list you know, EDM talent over there. Yeah, so it's like, I have to up my game and continually push myself to become, you know, a better DJ, release yeah. music and do everything that involves being a DJ now. Right. You know, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. <laughs> it's not just showing up to the gig. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's definitely exciting. It's fun. I'm playing, you know, a show a month. Sometimes I have two next month as well. So I have day club shows and it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting to play a new room. Oh, that's down. great. And it's cool that you're able to keep your relationship with Tau group and yeah. still play that other club, but then continue to do all their other stuff. And, right. um, I think that's, you said the word relationships. That's what our industry is based yeah, on. Man. Exactly. That's what you have to definitely <clears throat> understand in this DJ world. Right. These relationships that you start from day one in your DJ career can take you throughout you know, the, yeah. the, the, the lifespan of your DJ career. Yeah. And, a, a, a you know, from meeting a buster from a nightclub that now is a GM of a mega nightclub in Vegas. Yeah. Like I have all those different stories where I've seen people grow to the position they're at. So right. keeping those relationships with them is, is, is a big, you know, is a big part of your career that you have to understand. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Within all of it, the private event world too. Mm-hmm. I mean, Someone just hit me up a couple of days ago and she's like, oh, I just started working at a new company and we're doing Spotify's Grammy event and we want you to DJ. You know, it ended up, I don't think I'm going to do it. So, but, uh, but just the fact that I think I met her at 
when Sub 51 opened, for, you know, RJ Melman and Jared Melman's spot in Chicago like 15 years ago or 12 years ago, yeah. and she worked there and then has gone on to do all these huge events, and she always recommends me. And, you know, just things like that. Like, yeah. you have to keep these relationships over the years. And um, also, you don't want to get super drunk and have them remember you like that. You know, there's so many different ways that you could burn those bridges, too. Yes. You know, so that kind of goes back to the, yeah. so, you know, not that everyone has to be sober, but you just got to think about no your, about, about your actions. Your actions and, and just your, the appearance that you have at these yeah. gigs as well. And, and, you know, just touching on the AM thing, I remember AM called me after a body English night and, like, yelled at me. Because wow. I was too drunk. And he's like, yeah. I heard you were a mess. I heard you were drunk at the gig. Da, da, da. And he's like, remember what you have. Like, you have this gig in Vegas. And this is right. 2004. Wow. And him like, bro, like, you have a good spot there. Da, da. And he like checked me. Crazy. Like a big brother. And I was like, jeez. <laughs> like, and it, it was like, okay, you know, like, and I mean, still, I mean, I would, I continually drink after, drink after that. <laughs> yeah. But, and I had slip ups here and there and stuff like that. But it's still like. Going back to what we talked about earlier, it's those people in your life that have your back and look out for you yeah. that, that you have to keep close and understand that they have your best interest right. in your career. Yeah, and he's someone to really think about inspiration from someone who was able to become sober and mm -hmm. be one of the most amazing, incredible DJs who right. we still listen to their sets you know, 15, 20 years later, and they're incredible, and he was doing that sober. Yeah, um, yeah which must have been so hard for him, but, you know, because right. so people that look at alcohol as the crutch are like, you're not going to have good relationships or you're not going to have a good time. You're not going to be able to relate to the crowd. Like, no. look what he did. Look what you're doing here. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely it's, possible. And, and, and yeah, just relationships overall, that, that, and then in, in these relationships, in, I, I kind of like, we'll give you like the broad view that I have since we last talked, we were in the yeah. middle of the pandemic. Right. My view on even gigs has changed where I'm like, I, I definitely was more quantity and I was like, let's get oh these gigs and Me let's too. go, let's go quantity, quantity, quantity. Yeah. And now I'm understanding more than ever the quality of my gigs and where I'm choosing to play. And, and as well as because I want the quality of, of my life to be better. Totally. I want to be happier, like in the sense yeah. of going home and enjoying more of my life, you know, right. than than just grind, 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 grind. Yeah. And I understand that I that in a sense I can say this because I grinded so long and I got to this point. Yeah. But there's a there's there's a balance that you can figure out in your life of of quality over quantity. Yeah. And like working smarter, not harder. And yeah. and if there's people you want to be around there for, you know, and go to Disneyland with your family or whatever. Exactly. Like yeah, I used to make sure I was booked every weekend, which I'm so thankful that was possible. Mm -hmm. And but, but yeah, I would be like, oh my God, I'm not booked this weekend. Like this, there's a huge problem, you know? Right. And then now I can kind of deal with it psychologically better and also try to pick and choose what I'm doing more. And sometimes I'd rather do one or two huge private events in a month if I can get it, you know, and then, then worried about, oh, I got to do this club and this club and this club, mm -hmm. you know, and then mix them in with the clubs. Um, so yeah. Yeah. You said you, you mentioned mental health and we've, that's a big like yeah. topic in our DJ world because right. it's like keeping our brain clear, uh, yeah. you know, and, and for me, it's like, you know, for me it, right now, it's really like, I truly feel like wealthy in my life. And, and, and when I say that, it's like a big statement to say that I feel wealthy because I have like everything I need outside of 
I'm not talking financial. I'm saying I right. feel wealthy because I have, I have a daughter that loves me. I have a son that wants to hang out with me. That's 23 years old. That went to the club with me recent, like last week. Yeah. I have a, a, a healthy marriage. Yeah. I have health that I'm able to like take care of myself and run. I have true quality friendships. Yeah. I have a, a circle around me that I love and I trust. And I'm like, that's wealth to me. Like I'm, I so have, true. I have what I want. I'm able to, you know, have those we have that weekend off and spend the time with my family and 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 yeah do and have those moments and those memories so like that is something since last we talked to now that definitely has shifted my perception of like i'm wealthy already like i already have yeah so much in my life like That's so true it was a, it was a big reality check being in the pandemic for me and i was like I, right I'm, I'm golden and i'm sure you and i both meet so many rich people. Yes. When I'm talking, when I'm saying rich, I'm saying like financially rich, they're stacked and they're fucking miserable. Yeah. Or they're alone or they're, they're alone. Yeah. Like we DJ their parties and you see them. They're like oh, see, doing yeah. just endless drugs. The kids or, don't give a shit about them. Their yeah. Or they are, don't give a shit about their kids. They or, don't give a shit about yeah. their kids. And it's yeah. so much about money and what you have and showing off and all the stuff that yeah. it's, I mean, I was talking to my son last night, like as he was falling asleep because he, we were looking at all the football. He's very into sports, Yeah, but so fo mine. football <laughs> trades and you know, he's like, well, how much is this contract and how much does Von Miller get? And then I was explaining to him about um, agents and managers and lawyers. And because he's like, well, he got 117 million. And I was like, yeah, but, you know, you have to realize like he has to pay taxes on it. And then his agent takes 10 percent of that. I'm sure he has a lawyer that did it. That took five to 10 yeah. percent, probably as a manager helping him out with things. And yep. so, you know, that gets that could be 30 million dollars like right. after, you know, and he's like. And, um, but, but at the end of it, I was just saying, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like you, it's cool to look at all these contracts and it's impressive, but really you just need to do the thing that you want to do and right. the money will come at the end, you know, and it doesn't even matter about the money at the end of the day. It does. We got to pay for things. But like you said, you, you have to find that balance. Otherwise you'll just be super rich and unhappy or mm -hmm have no money and be unhappy, you know, and lonely. It's, you yes. just have to find that balance and, 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 and understanding that, like, I understand like the journey on this ride is like the happiness of it. Like, yeah, I like that. I'm still curious about trying to get on USBs. I yes. like that's priceless shit right. to be DJing this long yeah. and to still be like, Hey, 17 year old kids sit down and teach me record box. Like, yeah. like that's, you know what I mean? Those yeah. are like the exciting part because every. I think a lot of us can get blindsided in the fact that like, we think like, Oh, if I get that one festival gig, yeah, I yes. get it. I got it. It's like, then what? Right. It's never, it's not going to end. There's yeah. all, you're going to, there's keep, no ending. There is no, it ending just keeps to this. going. And, and the ride is, you're right. It, it, we get so caught up with the past, the future and all that, or what's happening right now, what I'm stressed out about for the future. No. And you really have to look at what's going on here and stay curious. Stay like, like I went and just, uh, you know, I got to meet, um, Kilmore, uh, the incubus, yeah. he, you know, DJ, of course. um, through this show virtually. And then we realized we live really close to yeah, each other love that dude. and we were like, yo, let's link up, you know, for food or this and that. And then I was like, I'm also down to just have a scratch session and mess around 
around with like DJ stuff and see what you've been doing, what I've been doing. So we ended up doing that, like you know, you used to do in your twenty in your twenties yeah. or teenager, like just meet up for a scratch session. And uh, we had so much fun. Like we were going through the S11, and he was showing me, you know, they're they're uh, practicing, they're rehearsing to go out on these shows for tour. Mm-hmm. He was showing me stuff they were doing, and then I was showing him things I learned, and we're and he's showing, you know, just that kind of thing. That's and so- I was like. Oh, I didn't know you could do that, you know. And and then I, like um, James Hype, showed me some crazy thing on this show with that that mixer, but also with the. Um, I figured out how to do it on the S11. Okay, teach me after this. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, crazy I wanna, I wanna because learn. he changed the tempo. Like he was playing a house song, and then he put an acapella loop, and then he. Um, did that thing on the CDJ where you keep making the loop smaller and smaller, yeah. and it makes that sound. Don't, don't, yeah, exactly. And then it started doing a cutting sound, you know, yeah. like, like you would do with the crossfader. Like transform and then the tempo went up from 128 to like 170. And then he dropped in a drum and bass track and it was perfectly on. Like, and yeah. I was like, how the hell did you do that? Cause I looked online, I saw someone say to put it to the one third setting and all this okay. stuff. And he was like, no, I use the transit, the trans effect on the uh, mixer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I upped the tempo. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize that. So I switched on the S11. I made the phaser, the trans, the trans effect instead. Yeah. And then, um, like, you, let's say you put, like, the Fugees, like, ready or not, here I come, going to find. And then you loop, like, find. Uh, and then, find, 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 find. And then put the trans on Got and it. it'll start going at 128 and you can switch to one eighth, you know, uh, 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 yeah, yeah. and then you can up it to like, you know, what would be 180 or something and then drop in a hip hop song. That's like 90 beats per minute Damn, and it'll, yeah. you can instantly do this thing. It's like a lot to do, but it's kind of dope. And then yeah. I was showing him that. And then it was crazy because he showed me this one song that in incubus, they take the lead singer's voice and make a very similar sound to that. And I was like, yo, you, could like freestyle and do some crazy know, shit it's, but it's from one of their from their like earlier albums yeah like, uh, yeah exactly and in the show he has he, he was about. showing me he has the voice and then it goes uh, and i was so then we were like recreating it with the thing and but oh, it just dope. was what you're saying it was the curiosity and the fun factor of like things that we would do when we were 16 like yes. i think even his wife was like what are you guys doing Nerding like out. you know but we're i'm nerds. like literally we're- just Messing around, having you know, she's like, "You're having a scratch session, like, yeah." Um, we said that we're nerds. Yeah, at the end of the day, we're, we're DJs are nerds. Yes, exactly. We're nerds. Yes. We were, this if you if in the sense of maybe our era of DJing. Yeah, that's some nerdy shit, dude. Very no one much. Knew what we yeah. were doing, no one. It wasn't no. a cool thing. We were in the corner. There was never a DJ that had muscles when we were coming up. <laughs> <laughs> They were either yeah. super fat or yeah, super skinny. skinny. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, to dude. be a DJ, there'd never been a DJ with muscles, I don't think. No, like, like then we were Like, young. we didn't have time to work out. Like, no. we were carrying the crates. crates Maybe that yeah. gave us a little bit, yes, but, like... exactly. Um, and you knew who the real ones were at the end of your gigs because they were still there to help carry the crates out because yes. most of your friends were ghosted. They were yeah. gone. Yeah, they're gone. Yeah, they they're trying gone. to hook up with girls or drinking exactly. or doing whatever. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's that curiosity factor that, that you... And that you have, that's in everything. And I think that's why DJs like beat junkies have a school and they seem so motivated by it because they're mm-hmm. able to give back and feed into the curiosity of yeah. others and create this school and create this legion of DJs that will come and do dope shit like yeah. them, you yeah, know? Exactly. Um, yeah, that's, that's still what's keeping me like going as a DJ is the curiosity. Yeah. Would you yes. ever do like a 
master class or some sort of like education no, thing. I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> I just I just told you I played a song twice when I'm DJing. Who am I to tell? That's you? the lesson right there. <laughs> Who am I, I learned from that. I'm gonna look at my DJs shit. is what you do. You don't play the same song twice <laughs> that you just played. Like, that's a uh, my my master class will be all the fails and stuff like that, which I which I'm proud of because it still shows that I'm like we're we're right we're human right. Well, I we're, guess yes yes we're human. Yeah, I mean we're uh, it's that humanly song. I'm only human. I'm born to make mistakes like yeah that's what it is like i'm i'm and that's i like those moments because it's like shit i gotta yeah. i gotta learn that and I, I had to figure out why and like yeah so i i those are all lessons even in business yeah. everything that i've bailed in and like trying to get off the ground is like it's all lessons right. that i'm still learning yeah. yeah i don't i don't look at them as 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 errors that i did it's just more right. lessons in my life i guess what would be your version of a master class or an educational thing is the beyond the music retreat. Exactly. <laughs> nice. Um, right there. Because you did uh, a few years ago. What was it? Pre-pandemic 2019. 2019. Yeah, 2019. We yeah. were in Black Hawk. Uh, I'm going to split those two words up. Uh, Colorado. <laughs> Black Hawk. If you say it too fast, sounds like something yeah. else. But um, Black Hawk, Colorado. There um, it is, yeah. Uh, we were up there. It was... I had the greatest time. Dude, it's so fun. Um, Beyond the Music Retreat. Beyond the Music Retreat, DJ Vice and DJ City came together. This was kind of, was this pre-Beat Source? I think it was. Yeah, pre-Beat Source. And did this um, convention or what would you call it? Yeah, it was uh, a, I'll say that it was, was another like a retreat. Word. You know? Retreat, it was a yeah. Retreat and we, and <clears throat> a place to learn and connect. And outside of the technical, at the time, the technical aspect of like, like what a NAM would give you yeah. or any type of DJ convention to show you that trick that you just explained to me that I'm going to learn after <laughs> yes, this. Yeah. yeah. But it's like everything else, like what we're touching on mental health, you know, um, you know, finances and, uh, you know, the marketing aspect that we said the DJs are, there have to be a little bit of everything. We have yeah. to cover every base. So right. Even the, back then, yeah. TikTok wasn't even a thing when no, we did that. And all. now if you do if you do well on TikTok, it's a whole new There's world. There's a whole new world, a new, whole new audience. I just started getting my TikTok <clears throat> going. So I know. Like, I, I don't have think, that. I don't think it's too late. I mean. No, I just started mine. Like, <clears throat> Dude, like, the live streaming on TikTok is nuts. Like, oh, I haven't I've been looking. I watch Twitch, but I was looking at that, and I'm like, yo, this I haven't is done insane. That yet, I got caught up in some crazy rabbit holes where you click that live button. There's de there's tons of DJs on there oh, doing shit. stuff, and they get tipped in the same way where they're getting sent um, these gifts oh, like like, a, like, like Twitch was yeah, that. but it's different. Like you have to buy these crowns and things that you put See, on them. I'm once again curious. I'm like, it's what crazy, is this, dude? And then me too. I was I was with a dad at soccer practice on Monday <laughs> showing him because he's like, this is where someone tunes out. They're like, all oh, these guys are old. <laughs> no, he was like, you need to get on this. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Because he he's very into like cryptocurrency and he's gotcha. creating this whole crazy. He was at, a, you know, ETH, Ethereum Denver conference a couple weeks ago. And he was telling me all about all this crazy stuff, you know, so he's into yeah. futuristic stuff as much as we're old their dads at soccer practice but i was showing him the tiktok stuff and he was like his mind was blown he was like wait they're live i'm like yeah there's three thousand people watching this that. person right now i know but, there's live but i know you could DJ but it's weird it. like we were there was four thousand nine hundred people watching like 17 year old kids in like southeast asia chop logs and like i don't even understand i was watching the same thing <laughs> <laughs> yo there there's multiple streams of people opening oysters and the people shucking in the, the chat oysters? yeah they're shucking oysters but there's a lady on the mic 
like talking like, oh my God, this is such a good oyster. Here we go. Oh, you got a black pearl. And she's, they're selling the pearls to the people in the chat or Live. something. So like the it's people like in the chat, it's like breaking cards, it's breaking cards for oysters. So the people in the chat were like, I want 10 oysters. They would pay them and they would get whatever pearls the person would shuck. And I'm like, what? Am I on Earth? Like, what is happening? What is happening? Yeah, no, so, I didn't know about that. I don't know. Beyond the Music Retreat will not be shucking oysters <laughs> Sorry, live. Sorry, I'm going on a tangent. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's new things for DJs to yeah. constantly learn about. Even some of the DJs on Twitch, I, you know, some of them have become huge on TikTok now. I've been watching, totally. and I want to have some of them on to give us... Yeah, we're going to definitely cover uh, those bases and, and yeah. the new friendships that we created during the pandemic right, as well. Right, right. And, and so, so the older one you had, like you said, there was a mental health panel, right. which Z-Trip blew it out of the water yeah, the so amount dope. of stuff he said and everybody on we that had panel track there a track right? chucky there and chucky had, um, um I mean, the list goes on a lot of people and i got to moderate a panel um about breaking out of the bedroom mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. i think i interviewed pedrom from tau group and yoni from dgi right. Irie from miami and echo and uh echo, your yes, manager manages me as um, well yeah so we're gonna cover all those bases again beyond the music retreat is coming back for 2022 which nice. is big oh, yes i love it so definitely check out the instagram at beyond the music retreat okay as well as the website beyond the music Re beyond the music retreat.com so okay, you can dope. get uh you know signed is there up for a the date or is it just the, the date's coming soon okay. as well as location they're they're in they're locked in but we, i want to yeah make sure everybody starts following the instagram again so that's Definitely. Maybe I'll come back for the third time on your show just to come in and say the date and then walk out. Just like, that's it. Know, like, like my crash drop. someone else's podcast. Yeah. Just sit on their like lap. Kanye, get him, get him a Kanye, <laughs> right? Kanye moment. Yo, your, Yo, your interview's good, but you got to know July 16th, we're going to be in. <laughs> and just yell in the mic yeah, and then walk out. Like, yeah. That? It was um, cold there. Can we do it somewhere warm? We're definitely going to, we're definitely going <laughs> to, I'll say that we're definitely moving locations. So okay. location coming soon. Weather will be nice. We're, we're not ha going to have to have uh, yeah. no Blackhawk down or anything like that. Okay, Blackhawk down. It was great, though. Like, the amount of people I met. I met DJ Kaz there. I met so many people that yeah. I'm truly friends with now and yeah. fans of and that I still connect with now. And they were like, remember that? I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, you dude, know. So it's, it's such a good networking, you know, re building relationships yeah. once again to bring us all together as DJs. And, yeah, that just, you know, like everything, the pandemic slowed us down right. um, and made us take a step back reevaluate our lives as we just talked about yeah, but i feel I that know. this one will be even stronger now we had like close to 300 people at the last one so this is going to be even stronger and better i'm i'm nice. I'm, ex I'm excited for this yeah it's going to be hard to turn down the shots at that circle know, bar man. wherever we are we're going to have i'll have the juice shots the the carrot juice flowing <laughs> i know ginger juice everyone can do shrooms or something <laughs> <laughs> we'll be and in the mountains like <laughs> that, it'll get too weird yeah <laughs> um well that's amazing okay so and cuz in a way that is your master class that is what yeah. you're giving back with yeah. it and and i, I mean that. i learned so much and made so many connection there and i'm not just saying that you know what i mean because i know this is seems somewhat sponsored like you're on the show and it's yeah. dj city but truly even if i didn't know you guys like i would want to be there yeah. and um you know do it maybe Thank we'll you. do a live podcast there yes you know? <laughs> i would i would be into that yeah we're still building it out yeah dope all right well um and like you know we talked about what what's changed since the pandemic mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. well also i was gonna say like is there gonna be any sort of um nft involvement with the with not the that I pandemic know yet, and, i mean with the pandemic with the uh conference with the so. conference not that i know of yet and even on myself i mean i'm i'm semi-involved in nfts as well but right I'm, i know me and you talk about it a lot you're in a but group chat with me as well yeah yeah and some of the people in the group chat are 
Very really, deep. Yeah. I mean, every morning, like, I got a new Solana thing. And this, I'm like, yeah. I can't go that deep. This but. doodle mutated into a bird, and then the, <laughs> the value's up, and then now it's down. And Yeah. It's a lot yeah. to keep up with. It's a and lot. I, I'm, I'm, I keep my head, like, and ears, my mind open to NFTs, and I'm, yes. I'm somewhat active lightly in it. Right. But I'm... I'm I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a pro, so right. I'm not ready to sell my own NFT just yet. I know. I mean, I just saw that uh, Big Night Entertainment signed Dylan Francis to Huge. like using a bored ape mixed with other things yeah. or something. Yeah. And he's collaborating with the bored ape group, which I tried to see. I know they had, I forgot the name of the group, Escape, Escape Plan. Escape yeah. Plan. Yeah. And I saw that they DJed at the spot in Boston. Yeah. At, uh, and at Big Night. I could only see a little kind of grainy Instagram uh, story because so, oh, okay. I was wondering, like, what did they do? I saw, did they have them just on the screen and the music was playing, or like, how did that yeah. work? I, I think that's, I mean, that's the next wave, right? That can happen out here. That there can be it's like gorillas, gorillas, right? <laughs> Virtual performances. I'm surprised the uh, hologram performances haven't taken off. We only right. saw Tupac once, and then it vanished. I know, but they were saying another, for Super Bowl, but it didn't. Yeah, it didn't, didn't happen. happen. What the hell? Our Nate dog should have came out. But, <clears throat> but that's yeah, that's, crazy that's, to see, right? And and that's coming into our world as well. Like, uh, you know, DJs like Blau as, yeah. as big in the NFT space and and all. That's why I can't speak on it because I don't I don't wrap my head around everything yet. And there is, of course, and it's still such a new frontier, right? Yeah, of everything that's happening. And and I mean, you're learning Record Box and other right. Stuff. <laughs> and Snoop Snoop Dogg just bought Death Row and he's about to release it as an he NFT. He already did. Label. I listened yeah. to a few of the songs. He put okay. out the Death Row NFT anthem and another thing. And I was listening to. You can buy him. Like I was, I I saw these a few and wow. he collaborated with the clone x um nft Sheet. project okay. and then they made songs and put it out and it's on OpenSea, and he's going nuts how can you, you know? get that high and still execute so many <laughs> business that's so good that's like that's a, like a i mean that's snoop dog that's like he's one in a I'm over Trillion. here cold brew, and I'm like, yeah, I think I can I get know. a lot done today. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, well, coffee, you know, you're still in the coffee game, right? My, my caffeine intake and my sweet tooth intake is like- That's gone up. That's what I have to balance out now, yeah. That's funny. That's, that's like my wife. She doesn't, she doesn't drink. She doesn't smoke. She doesn't do anything. And, like, everyone's always like, come on. And she's like, I like sweets. And I'm like, yeah. okay, that's your thing, Sweets I guess. and coffee, man. Yeah. That, that's showing my- <laughs> That's my age now. Like, yeah, I love- Give me I, some sweets. I got this new coffee that I'm drinking at home that's- it comes comes in these frozen pods oh wow which sounds not good but it's truly some of the best i'm not getting paid i do want to get sponsored by this company so i think you pronounce it comb tier it's like c-o-m-e-t-e-e-r i think or coma tier or something okay it's crazy like it tastes like when you go to like blue bottle or one of those amazing places and just get the best coffee ever but you have them in your freezer in these tiny concentrated things you boil water and then you like loosen up you 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 put a little uh hot water on the outside of the container for a second to loosen up the frozen thing pop it in the mug and then pour like eight ounces of hot water on it all of a sudden it's like the best freshest cup of coffee like they (laughs) they flash froze it i don't know like i I haven't used my Nespresso machine or gone to like a fancy coffee spot in a minute because I'm wow. like, and then the coffee snob people I know, they're like, come on. I give it to them and they're like, yo, this is crazy. Yeah. So and it's a, like a I'm subscription. A snob now. I'll I'm give a you a few snob. pods and you can see what you Lace think. Lace me up. You're my dealer And now. then uh, you can there use you my go. code. There and uh, 
<laughs> Here's three pods. Yeah, I'll give me three me. only. Yeah. <laughs> Start slow. It's crazy though. Like, I don't know. So I'm yeah, in, I'm, my, my I'm, cop- Coffee intake is high. My sweet tooth intake is high. <laughs> so there will be all that at the at the conference, at the, yes. at the retreat. We've got to have a station. Yeah, you know? plethora of coffee. <laughs> I know. That's like Miles Beard. Like, he's so into the coffee game. It's, like, insane. Like, the bearded barista. It's <laughs> that, you know, that that for me, and, and I'm still big on tacos, as everyone knows. Like, of that's course. been my thing. Like, yeah. I was doing electric taco pre-pandemic, so I, yeah. I want to bring that back as well and roll around with people and get tacos and do that. But, like... That's my that's my happy place. Two coffee, sweet tooth, tacos. I'm set. Yeah, I mean, t- <laughs> Meta- I know, my son- put me in the metaverse with those three things. And I'm ready to go. Yo, you, I mean, shit. Open a metaverse spot that has <laughs> virtual tacos. Exactly. <laughs> the more tacos you collect as your character, like something good happens. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Taco like NFTs. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. My son recently was like, I don't like tacos. I was like. What? <laughs> we're like, we're shipping you out of Los I'm like, Angeles. You're out of here. Yeah, yeah, we're shipping you out I'm of like, here. I'm like, you like tacos. He likes fish tacos. But I'm like, yo, come on. Like, <laughs> let's get you back in the taco. Start him somewhere. Yeah, start come him on. somewhere. Um, yo, one other thing I wanted to bring up um, on a somewhat somber note, mm-hmm. um, but something I think we could also tell some stories out of was um, uh, I had Felly Fell on the podcast mm-hmm. and he told some pretty incredible stories about so many LA people, but about buys one yeah. who just unfortunately passed away, yeah. but was such an LA legend and was so connected to all of us in so many ways, you know, over time. And, um, before he had passed away, he had listened to the Felly Fell show and kind of retold some of the stories that Felly Fell told me like over text. He was like, oh, he didn't remember this right. This is what happened and was telling me all this shit. And he told me about uh, inviting Felly Fell to DJ Quick's house to play basketball and that DJ Quick busted his, I mean that Felly busted Quick's nose with his elbow on accident. Quick wanted to beat him up, but he was a DJ, so he didn't. And it was like this whole thing. Whoa. And I was like, yo, you got, you know, I, I was telling him he has to come on the podcast and tell it. And, you know, tragically, yeah. like he's not around. But he also said, I also got other stories about DJ Vice. Mm-hmm. And Vice was DJ Quick's tour DJ. Yeah. And I was like, what? A lot of people don't know that. No, that's crazy. So yeah. that's true, right? That I mean, is, obviously it's true. That is true. But. I used to tour with DJ Quick. Oh my God. Yeah. And, and to to so rest in peace buys one and yeah. quick put me in the in the mix with uh buys put me in the mix with quick i like to say that buys put me in the mix with quick <laughs> and um and i toured with him and this is vinyl days and and wow. probably early cdjs of like being able to play some of the songs off cdj for him to perform right right and uh Before, so i like, remember instant replay yeah and i remember off. being on the road doing different cities and different shows and i have like a backpack like a triple five soul backpack full of vinyl <laughs> quick songs yeah. and i would tell him like yo i i really think it'd be dope to perform this song is what a lot of djs play this and that and then i realized being on the road certain cities that i'm just not gangster and there was moments that I just didn't feel safe. And I was like, this is wild. Like, this is some, there's some cities that we'd be in. They're like, all right, we'd finish the show. And then we'd go to the back green room. And they're like, all right, we're going to run out this side of the uh, building because oh we God. entered this side. But there's a lot of people on that side that probably don't, that, that we shouldn't run into. Right. On some gang shit. So oh I was like, God. whoa. Like, so we'd be running out of back. But, uh, but I mean, I was at sessions with Quick. I remember being at Daz's house with, and being there with uh, Daz, Corrupt, Quick, and like, Crazy. and then I met Nate, and I met Nate Dog, and a lot of people don't know I tour. I was his tour DJ as well. Oh, I didn't. So I didn't I, know that. I wow. toured with Nate Dog as well for a while. Crazy. And did sh- I did a show? I remember doing a show with him. I remember going to Nate Dog's house 
to work on his show. And I was with uh, DJ Echo. And we got to Nate's house, right? And I, I kind of knew Nate, but Nate's a quiet dude. And like, just like small exchanges. And I like knock on the door and we're at, standing there. I'm like, dude, this is so wild. I'm at Nate Dog's house. And I'm young and I'm radio days. And then his girlfriend at the time opens the door. Um, and she's like, you're for Nate? And I'm like, yeah. And she probably didn't even know where I come. She's like, all right, right, cool. You could tell we're two nerdy DJs. Yeah. And then we we like, she's like, yeah, he's in the room over there. And so we're like walking into Nate Dog's house and we walk in and it's just Nate by himself sitting down with a bowl of like chicken and rice eating <laughs> with a microphone in front of him cutting hooks. No. Yes. And he's, <laughs> and he's recording. He was recording himself. That's crazy. Yeah. So we walk in. He's like, what's up, guys? Just, just chill. Wait for me. And he's like, he's cutting hooks. And I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Nate talks recording hooks while I was sitting down. <laughs> yeah. So then we got to work. We just, you know, opened up Pro Tools. Me and Echo and I got to work on his shows and kind of wow. figure out what we, like, he would ask us, like, yo, what what should I perform? And, like, we I remember telling him, like, we got to do, like, All About You to, with a Tupac hook. And he was like, oh, I don't know. And we're like, yo, like all of us play that record like we yeah. gotta do that so it was fun and he and we got to do that for like maybe a year and i would go different shows with him and dj wow so yeah that was that was uh that's super dope big moment for me as a west coast dj yeah i'm sure yeah oh my god that's i'm glad crazy. buys brought that up yeah a lot of people don't know i was quick yeah i didn't realize that yeah buys yeah. knew so many you know so tragic didn't get a chance to have him yeah, tell the man. stories and actually buys introduced me to spin bad Oh wow! Spin, rest in peace, Spin Bad as well. Yeah. He gave me Spin Bad's first uh, mixtape, and I was like the '80s mix, and I was yeah. like, "Next Wait, level, what is this?" Right. And I went back to Bice, like, "Oh, it's my boy, Spin Bad." That I, like, yeah, Bice was a connector, and that was dope yeah. to to meet him as uh, to meet Spin Bad, and and yeah, just what a what a genius in the oh sense of in our in our craft if you have not heard that spin bad those spin bad mixes please djs listen to every yeah. spin bad mix oh my god and that's in coming from doing it on vinyl too yeah so your mind will be blown completely <laughs> completely yeah that's a good little side fact i don't know if you know anything else about me you want to i did do a I did dj for ashanti once but that's a whole other story really <laughs> yeah was there any other tour tour uh, dj stuff shade Scheist, ashanti damn Shade um, Baby Bash. I went on a, a Germany tour with Baby Bash and Frankie Amazing. J. Um, wow. Yeah. Damn. I think that's about it. That's lot, all. I, yeah. A lot of West Coast legends. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, also, I mean, you were. I remember, you know, kind of first going to bottle service clubs in L.A. and um, going to see you at uh, Tuesday nights at Element. Oh yeah. Wednesday nights at. LAX, I think, mm -hmm, or like AM mm -hmm. would do Wednesday nights, but you would do it also. I'd fill in, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was like such a legendary time. I was learning so much like at that, you know, just going to those Tuesday nights and watching you kind of run that whole huge, it seemed huge at yeah, the time, did, you know, which it it, it's it's now sound, sound nightclub. Uh, Element is. is Element sound, is, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that was just such a crazy time. You know, I I, I remember meeting uh, probably Eric Deluxe and yeah. maybe Five and everybody there. Yeah, and it's cool to see that there's so many DJs that you're mentioning that are still, like, doing what we do. And just yeah. show, just, it just, it shows the longevity you can have as a DJ if you're really in this to be a DJ. Yeah. And, to, and for the craft of it. Like, right. not the 
glitz and glamour in the sense of what social media has brought to this craft. Right. Which is there, right? It does exist. We yeah. see there's stars that rise in the DJ world like overnight, but yeah. like that's a dime a dozen and that doesn't happen all the time. So right. it's like if you're in this career to be a DJ, there is longevity in it as long as you, I think we touched on a lot of it, have yeah. the curiosity, yeah. have the drive, you know, yeah. have the relationships and, 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 at the same time, you're not chasing money. You're right. not chasing that next paycheck, you know? Right. You're, and you you're, just want to progress. I mean, it's like like we were saying, five and deluxe, you know? Like, they're constant. They're making their own clothes. Like, yeah. they're just doing so much creative, dope, fun stuff, you right. know? Like, deluxe. You see them painting and, like, yeah. doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah. But that's how you can stay creative and stay, you know, hopefully happy. or And you know. build your brand into different avenues yeah. and, and, you know, like, and be able to figure out, what else is out there because there's so many people we get to meet and so many, you know, different opportunities we get, you know, yeah. you and I were speaking off camera about different ways to like, you know, maybe you know you could do music for a, a restaurant, a hotel. You could, oh, yeah. you know, I, I opened a sneaker business at one point. I used to be part of that. I'm, I, I, I ran that for years, you know, I've, right. I've tried different things that I've also always related around my brand and who I built as a DJ. And I think that's a, a good point to bring up for DJs to like start understanding your brand, like it, to know who you are. You know, I'm a runner. I like to run. I use yeah. that for my brand as well. Like, and, right. and did meetups where we would all meet up and go on a run together. And like, yeah. So I think there's, there's so many like different avenues that you can branch out and do as a DJ now. Yeah. And, and like you said, connect other things that may not be DJ related right. and make them DJ related, yes. you know, and then you can connect with other industries and you connect with running industries or D, you know, from, uh, five, four, five, yeah. four. Yeah. I still say five, four, even though it's not chat, five, four. Menlo club, Menlo, <laughs> Menlo club, club. And group chat. Yeah, yeah. Group chat. And like, you know, and, and then collaborate in different ways and have the taco show and, and you're always willing to experiment. I mean, I saw you during the pandemic with the damn backpack. Yes. <laughs> streaming yourself, streaming myself, walking around LA, well, going through city walk by myself and yeah. like just doing shit. Like I don't care. Like I'm going to do whatever right. it takes to like, first of all, like I said, get out of my comfort zone yeah. and do something different and try. But I mean, even this like you did a podcast like yes me and you live so close to each other yeah i just drove 45 minutes over <laughs> here to sit down with you and do a podcast where we live I right know. next to i each gotta other. build a studio in my house yeah. <laughs> but i'm just saying like it's like you, you you know you did a podcast now you're sitting with so many different djs yeah. probably djs you never even met that no you, so many of them that i yeah. never met never thought i would meet or now you're exchanging music and yeah and, DJ tips and advice. So like, and like I, I brought up, I did electric taco for years and I've still want to bring that back again was, yeah. well. but like now, like some of the celebrities I've met in clubs, I've used that to my advantage to go grab tacos and talk to them and build a right. friendship and relationship outside of just a nightclub passing. Oh, Hey, good to see you. Nice to see you. And like, we don't know shit about each other. Yeah. But you now can't even it's hear like, shit in the nightclub. <laughs> right. Right. And, and you know, one of your boys, I got to take Travis Barker out and go get tacos Yes, and realize how picky he is as an eater. Oh my God. Very. <laughs> well, he's vegan, but he's also picky. He's, he's definitely strict. I was like, yeah. yeah, he was, it was, he was really strict and Perez Hilton. I took on the, on the road to like, we went and got tacos Yeah, and then he's I was very like, strict. No, he just didn't eat. I was oh. like, dude, what do you, what do you want to get? And he's like, oh, I'm not eating. And I go, like in my head, I'm like, this is part of the show, right? I thought you're going to eat. He's yeah. like, no, I'm on a strict diet. 
I don't eat this and that. that He's I, like, I don't want to be filmed eating and have people look, you know, <laughs> so take we a screenshot of like. Ah. I'm eating like El Pastor tacos, <laughs> dripping like sauce all over and he's me. Just and he's like, like, just standing there watching me. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, Travis, I remember going on his tour bus and like, I'm like, yo, this is going to be amazing. I get, there's food everywhere. And it was just like seeds and nuts and like, you know, a little. I was like, okay, I got to get used to this life. Here we go. <laughs> people are already telling me I'm skinny. I'm like, yo, I need, yeah, I need right? like. Fatty Tyson burgers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, like that, man, just using, you know, different avenues that you can do. And, right. And, and I guess we're talking like a grand scale of stuff we're doing, but yeah. there's so much you can do in smaller markets in your backyard. Yeah. What are you going to do on TikTok? What's your plan? Uh, <laughs> I'm about to go hit that street corner and do a dance on the corner in a, <laughs> in a furry bunny costume. Hey, hey, hey. hey, hey. <laughs> Uh, under yeah. the gas sign yeah, and be like gas the- prices so <laughs> high doing a dance make them go down <laughs> i mean i don't know yeah that's uh it's but you got to keep i i think in for for myself and i i believe you as too is just like you just got to keep rebranding yourself reimagining where you can take your career yeah being curious yeah just because i don't i i love djing i still want to dj parties i would still want to dj I don't, I have friends that are in this industry that don't really care to DJ and they still just DJ, but like, right. I truly want to DJ. Right. Me too. Like, it's my happy place. Yeah. That's what it was from when I was a kid till now. It's like, yeah, it's, we're, we're, we're lucky enough that in this, in this field of, of work that we do, you don't, you don't have to age out. Especially. We're, yeah. Go back to like, the athletes we talked about. You right. can age out of your sport. Yeah. We, and they used to be like older DJ thing, but now, and it's still a thing, I'm sure. Like, dude, I saw Carl Cox the other day at a restaurant. I fanned out. I was like, oh shit, right. there's Carl Cox. Damn. I mean, that's the only thing you learn about TikTok is that the number to show people are old is 30 for some reason. Everyone's like, damn, you're like 30. I'm like, I'm <laughs> way older than 30. So. <laughs> they're dude. like 30 year olds be like, and they're like struggling to carry things. I'm like, 30 year olds? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but I mean, look. Get a yeah, yeah still, no, still it's going. The truth. I said Carl Cox. I said there's yeah. something you you listed out. Right. You don't you have, have to. You keep don't have growing. to age out. Yeah. If you, you if you stay out. in the same thing, you will age out in a yeah. way because your mind will just get stagnant. But you know you're putting music out. Like you yes. have uh, you've constantly been putting music out. But I see that you're in the studio I'm all back. the time. Yes. And I heard uh, the song that you're gonna put out soon. Um, bump, bump, bump. Yeah. I played yeah. it a couple times. Nice. Thank yeah, you. In bump, Vegas. Um. The, the, uh, you know, DJ city has a beat source is on, on there as well. And during the pandemic, I had zero desire to try and work on music. I think I all of us it were like, hard, yeah. we don't even see the light at the end of this tunnel for a I while. Know. But now, you know, I've connected back with a couple of different producers I work with yeah. and started working on music again. Cause I'm, I'm also very transparent. Like I work with the right people. Like I yeah. don't claim to be like, Oh, I can do this all myself. Watch a movie. Right. Look at the credits. Tons of people work on shit. Like, yeah, of course. That's what it's about and finding right. the right people to work with. Also, um, your brain is like no other brain, like like the DJ Vice brain and the DJ brain. Like, So even if you're working with a producer, the same way you were telling Nate Dog what to do or the same people hit me, big artists hit me up and have me do their show a lot of the time. You know, I won't like, and, and I think they're coming to me because they know I've performed, I've played a lot of things out and yeah. I know the reaction. So, right. That's something no one else could bring to the table no. and you can, ex- and that the producer would never understand, yeah. you know, that, well, this part will be too long or the crowd will die out at this. Yep. And then you can go try it out that, 
weekend and then come back and say, yo, this didn't work. And this part killed it. Right. And keep working and, at it. And that's it. such a good point you bring up, even for DJs in smaller markets. Yeah. Like, dude, you're so valuable playing right. that same spot week after week after week and yeah. hearing your crowd react and the moments you might tank the crowd you're like right. oh that tank because this song or that moment or i wish this edit would have been like this like that's all such valuable knowledge to sit in a studio and yeah. be able to listen when people work on records so even if you know a producer in your local area dude go in there and sit with them and be like well this is what i think as a dj because i'm out playing three nights a week right in our backyard in this market and i have this knowledge yeah. and you can test it out Right. Yeah. So that's yeah, I think there's so much of the keeping it real thing that maybe um, keeps people away from it. Where it's like, yo, if you got a friend that's way more into producing and you're way more into DJing, it's a great combination. You don't yeah. necessarily have to be completely equal in yeah. all of the buttons you push. It's just been a big like kind of like hidden thing in our industry. Like, oh, I work. Well, some of these huge EDM DJs don't do anything, which is fine, but, but it's been a thing. Like, that's why they're really good look. Like I said, there's, there wasn't Dude, DJs with muscles or, you know, like I don't have the hair to be, to whip my hair back <laughs> when I'm DJing or tie it in a bun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, some of them, you look at them and you're like, okay, they're very, they look like a model yeah. and then, you know, and then they have the business behind them to, right. Yeah. There's different ways it. to do it, but yeah, I got, I got music coming, man. I'm, I'm excited about that's it. Dope. I'm, I'm excited that I'm, being able to play in a new residency at Zook and just yeah. being able to try new records out, test new records. I'm gonna what I'm gonna do is start testing them on TikTok in the sense of like putting them up there and seeing That's before they idea. even come out. Yeah. Like putting up snippets and seeing if they get shared, if people react to them, and that's it, what the label metric meter, right? Yeah, that's what everybody's looking at. I've been talking to people that work at record labels, and they're like, "Man, is it working on TikTok?" Like, yeah, they're, they're like, "Well, they're just like, we can't move the needle with a, a song blowing up like a on streaming without it getting big on TikTok, also or yeah. or first. That's like our way to I mean, find." Craze was a big big song. The do it to it, like yeah. the do it to it, like that record was popping on TikTok, right? right? And then it kind of went right yeah yeah so i definitely want to start testing those out i'm i'm blessed in the sense of i have a big room that's yeah to test these out and hear how they really right. sound and it's kind of cool to test them on all the places all the, from all twitch places. to tiktok to zook you know to anywhere yes. you're playing yes you know? exactly so yeah music definitely i'm excited for that and i i so. i mean it it I'm back and got me out of my comfort zone again. I keep using that as far as like I was I'm excited to be out again. Yeah. That's a running theme on so many of these episodes because we yeah. have we have successful people on and that is really a running theme with successful people, you know, is just not getting stuck in the complacency and coming out of your comfort zone and just doing shit you don't feel right. totally confident. About. I mean even yesterday like I got hit up it was crazy. Someone hit me on Instagram. I almost thought it was a fake thing about DJing a gig. And I'm like, all right, whatever. So I passed it off to my booking agent. He vetted it out. And he's like, it seems real. And I got on the phone with the person yesterday and she's like, we want you to do a virtual gig for our company. And, um, you know, you're going to work. It's pre-recorded. One set is 15 minutes. The other two sets are five minutes each, five, five minutes. And, um, but I had to, well, I'm not sure if she's listening to this, but I had to uh, just sort of like 
explain things in a way where I was like, we can do this, we can do that. And like some stuff maybe I hadn't totally done, but I want to say we can do it because I'm sure I'll figure out a way. Like I've had to do that with other events. They were like, can you have two co-hosts on the screen on Zoom and this? And I'm like, of course, I've done that before. And I'm like, I had never done that before. You know, when I try and I had to call people and help me out, you know, do it. Exactly. Yeah. Like you just put yourself out there as like, all right, let's just figure this out. You also said something like, and call people. That's one thing that ask I'm for not help. afraid of. <laughs> yeah. I will ask for help. I'm yeah. not, I'm comfortable with the fact that I don't know. Right. I'm very comfortable with the fact that I don't know. Yeah. Like I will. Well, call. like you called me like, yo, you want, you want to figure out how to do music for a uh, restaurant, restaurant and a big place. Right. Yes. And you've done that. And, then you've and I've done that. And then the person that kind of helped me and showed me, I was like, oh, this is what I did with them. You should call them. And then yes. exactly. Like we're all here to help each other and we all want to see each other do good. Dude, yes. A hundred percent. And, and if you have that fear to ask for help. Yeah. It, that's going to be a problem in your career. Yeah. No, yesterday, uh, shout to Complexion in London. Um, he called me because he got booked for a BAFTAs party, which he's probably DJing right this second. A I what? don't know. The BAFTAs is like the Oscars okay. uh, in England, I think. Okay. You know, as so you, as you can see, I, that's not on my wish list yet. But I'm gonna. I only <laughs> know because I do a lot of these, like you know, award show after yeah, parties, and I had to meet with. This huge head of an agency once, and he was like, oh, "We just came from the Baftas." So, what does he need? What did Complexion need? Well, so he had never done a party like that, and he said, "Oh, I talked to D James, and I talked to Khalil, and a few people, and and they gave me their advice." But then D James was like, "You should talk to Spider. This is what he does." He's like, "So I was like, I don't know, but then I figured I'll just call you." And I'm like, "I'm so glad you called me right. because I love this conversation, you know." So I just told him. Everything I've learned, my thought on it, you know, how much faith I have in him and that, and even to realize that these events, it's not all about you. You know what I mean? They're not, it's not you on the flyer. You're not in Vegas. Like Mm. you're a background part of this event. So don't, don't get over yourself a little bit. Don't put too much on it. And also trust the fact that they called you in to do this and that you're dope. You know what I mean? So, um, that's a good, that's a good point right now trust the fact that you, they called you to do this and you got to believe in yourself you really that. do yeah because there is moments they'll they're doubting you yeah and you're like no i know what i'm doing right and that's what i said to him too is that some of these events i get the whole crowd going crazy and the people are like you're the best some of these times no one's dancing and they're like what's wrong and i said the times when they're not dancing you just have to make sure you're playing stuff that you feel good about, that you can be passionate about mm. and look like you're at least having fun DJing. Yes. Because I've had people come up at like HBO Golden Globes and they're like, man, no one's dancing here, but you look like you're having so much fun and we just love watching you and love sitting here. And I'm like, okay, there you go. Right. Because you got to give them something, you know, yes. like because sometimes it's just like schmoozeville and they're just talking. And You know, you, you know. that's another thing you got to, I, I like that we're dropping all these little gems for DJs. Another yeah. one is is their schmoozeville. Yeah. And it's also, you also have to be able to, in this industry as a DJ, be able to put up with a lot of bullshit. Yes. You have to be able to like, just kind of let it go sometimes. And yeah. like, and, and, and in the sense of, there's so much bullshit you're going to hear in your ears from a promoter coming like, dude, you should play this right now. And blah, 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 yeah. blah. Then I just like, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right. it doesn't mean I'm going to go and do that. I'm not going to, I'm not a yes man in the sense of, okay, let me play this right now. But like, right. you just got to like, listen to the bullshit. Yeah. And just let it go from me going to a, maybe a bottle customer that's full of themselves and da da da. And you're like, and like, I came to see you and I bought all these bottles. Da, 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 and you're like, 
cool. Great. <laughs> Thank you. Like, appreciate it. That, yeah. Because it's a lot of bullshit you're just going to, like, soak in. Yes. And, and that's wear and tear on you in a sense. Yeah, but, it is. like, it's semi part of everything that I'm out there doing, right? Yeah. And 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 in every DJ, like, from the local guy, they have to listen to the, the drunk local that comes in all the time and yells at them at the bar. Yeah. You should be playing this shit. This will kill it right now. And you're like. Right. Okay, cool, bro. Thank you. Yeah. Got it. It's crazy. You're right. So much bullshit from the outside and then so much bullshit from the inside Insides. of your own brain, like telling you, you know, because even that was what he said. He goes, well, I told him all this stuff and he's like, yeah, but my last two or three gigs didn't go well. So now I'm like tripping out. I go, it doesn't matter. Like that happened to me too. A few weeks yeah. ago, I had two really bad gigs. I was going into a, a big gig after that, that I was tripping out about. I ended up having a great gig on that one, but you just have to believe in yourself mm -hmm. and realize that you're good. You've made it this far. Everyone's going to have bad gigs and your brain's going to try to trick you into the one person that said something negative rules out the thousands of people that have said positive things. Yeah. Like you have to, it's like a practice of like, creating this force field that can like yeah. let those things bounce off your brain. And Otherwise you'll, you'll go those bad much. gigs that you have that you keep remembering. No one fucking cares. No, no. one's thinking about you like that. No one's remembering no. your, no one's waking up and back. Damn. Remember that spider set? That shit sucked. Right. Like, yeah, it's you, right. It's you listening to all your own bullshit. So like that is another big thing is like, no one cares about you that much. Yeah, like exactly. They, about your your they people love you and people want your well being and all that. But no one's dwelling on the fact that like, damn, his website's not up to fucking par. Like this is yeah. why like you are giving yourself that right. criticism, and it's only you that wants to be better, of course, which is good. Like I want to improve on every different angle. Yes, but like no one's no one's caring about you right. that much. Think about how much sense. you're thinking about yourself. They're thinking yes. about themselves that much. You know, it's like yes, and and even in in trying things out in clubs and being out of your comfort zone, but like things going not well, like it's fine. You can come back from it, you know, yeah. and, and yes. people remember the good stuff and with putting out music, like you can yes. put out songs that do great and songs that don't do great, right. but those ones will just kind of they fade out. Know. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no one's going to pull that out and be like, look at this bad yeah, here, thing. Do you, you remember made. this bad one chain smokers? Yeah. We remember you or movies. No. I mean, I was just listening to a podcast uh, called smart list. It's so funny. And it's, it's uh, a few actors and, they're talking about movies they've done that are just the worst and other ones that were huge. And it was funny to listen no to them remembers. talk about it because obviously you'd be tripping out. But, yeah, they're like, oh, that did horrible. That bombed. Right. You know, and um, no one remember like back to the sports things. Are we sitting here talking about LeBron yeah. James losses and lots? Like, right. like, dude, like. Right. And yeah. the people that do focus on that have too much time and are just haters. Haters. <laughs> exactly. Like and that's where you, you don't even those aren't the people that are on your support team. Exactly. No cares. There, yeah, there's a whole world of haters that will just dedicate their time yeah. to, or we'll say, or the mad DJs. They're the mad DJs, yeah. and I don't, I, I don't need to be around mad, mad DJs. No, exactly. No. Yeah. And, and I'm, okay. and we all know who. Yeah. We all, we all right. know a mad DJ, or ones that hate on just like new things, like oh, she's hot. That's a hot girl. That's why she's here. It's like maybe not. You know what I mean? Or yeah. like that that dude's famous. Or, or she got the gig. Or yeah. he got this because of that. Or like right. At this point, whatever. Just worry about yourself yeah. and make shit happen yourself or go do something else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's know? tons of other things to do. Yeah. I saw at Starbucks that was offering a bonus if you want to sign up there. Yo, Chick-fil-A raised their uh, rate to, um, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> the minimum wage. My son, we were driving by, he's like, he's like, Oh, they put minimum wage. They put 50 cents. I've never seen that. I was yeah. like, damn, what are you looking at? Damn. He's obviously obsessed with money things, but I don't know <laughs> if that'll be good. I was like, what do you want to be when you grow up? He's like, 
professional soccer player and businessman. <laughs> I was like, all right. I'm like, they kind of go hand in hand. I'm like, you can do the soccer and then go into be As the business. As he was tying his tie, you're like, yeah. who is this kid? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, all right. Let's, I'm with you, man. Yeah. You are way yeah. better at math than me. So. <laughs> so is my kid. Don't feel bad. Yeah. Oh my God. I had to help him with his math homework last night. And I felt insecure. I was like hiding my calculator thing down <laughs> below. And I'm like, yep, you did get that. Cause he was like, how many yards? And then the feet. And then I'm like, all you have to do is divide it by three. And then I had to turn around and do the thing. And I was like, yep, you got it. 16 and one foot. And tell like, him, can't you ask Siri all this shit? <laughs> yeah, he can. That's the problem. Yeah. You can ask Alexa. <laughs> I, so I'll do that sometimes. It's, it's tough because like, Dude, I was the worst student. Like, I barely made yeah. it out of high school. I didn't go to college. I was just... Right. I, I only had option A, B, and C, and that was DJ, DJ, and DJ. <laughs> so, like, that yeah. was that was my focus, and luckily it panned out. So, yes. But, I mean, yeah. Schools... I, I just also feel school's not for everyone. And no. there's a YouTube school. You could just sign up for that. Yeah, exactly. Take a master class on what you need. Yeah, there you go. He'll be fine. <laughs> He'll be fine. He's good. He's going to be great. I yeah. mean, you know... Um, all right. Well, I looked through, um, there were, there were some people that had asked, uh, in the last thing, but actually we got to get out of here. We're, we got to go pick up we our got kids. Parent, we got parent duties. We're parents. We're talking about our kids and we got to get out of here. Yeah, look so at this. we got, we're, um, you got parent duties. You're, I got parent are duties. Are you on pickup? I'm on pickup. I'm yeah. On pick My up wife's well. in Montana. So we've, I've been on single dad mode all week. Okay. Uh, Can I fire off some questions to wrap this up as well? For me? Yeah. Yes. Let's do okay. it. Yeah. Best airport food. What city? Yo, the airports have stepped up their game. So, um, you know, even LAX. No, no, no. Really? Okay, go ahead. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. Okay. Go ahead. That well, I, want the, I want the exact place and, and airport. <laughs> well, Because I know my, like, yeah. What, uh, do, do you land anywhere and you're like, oh, I'm excited to eat this? No, it used to be that Frontera Grill in Chicago. Yes, good Because man. that was one of the only places ever that had good food, at, you know, before. Why is it used to be? Cause now I feel like there's more like when I, in that end part of the LAX, um, Oh, maybe it's United. That's what it was. Okay, there was one it. part for a while at LAX and they had Loteria and some good stuff. Um, but what's, okay. I mean, Frontera Mine's is like Frontera my spot. In, yeah. That's my ORD spot. Chicago. Airport. Exactly. Me All too. Right. Best travel hack. Do you have any like type of travel hack, a travel secret or a travel tip? Oh my God. I have a ton, but I, I, I'm, let me let me think. Um, Can I give you one? Yeah, you say one. You go into the, you check into your hotel, and nine times out of ten, maybe there's a free bottle of water, or the bottle's like nine dollars. Yes. You go to the gym, and there's always free water in the gym. Nine times out of ten. Okay. So or go to the gym and get free water, and they might even have a banana or like an orange. Oh my god, a banana! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then ask the front desk person too i've noticed like when i got i i stayed at the delano hotel okay. in vegas yeah. and I, the guy's like be careful if you move any of the waters in the in the mini bar it's so expensive and i go oh what, what else can i do he goes i got a ton back here just come ask me and i go oh well just give me a bunch for my bag right now so he gave me like five waters and i was like all right thank <laughs> you so ask the front desk people for water but i mean oh man i i have so many travel hacks but i can't uh think of any of them especially because uh, you do these these magazine reviews inside the airport <laughs> i thought you live in airports as i know well, so i mean find something to to kill time with you know and pretend you're you're imitating a magazine cover yeah no i mean just uh damn i don't know i'm I falling apart the with the travel I like that you're you're you like interviewing now you're like wait the, the tables have churned now i'm also like how can i not think of like 10 <laughs> things right off the top 
How about um, how about travel with sweats that have zippers because you end up oh my god things out of your pocket hundred percent I have my travel sweatpants yes, with zippers because I've straight up lost things yeah um and oh, want me to tell you another one yeah I'm dropping these yeah don't put your laptop there's a horror story that happened to me on the side of your legs before you take off because it'll slide back well it was I think what happened was I fell asleep before takeoff and the the lady that sat behind me thought someone left their laptop, grabbed oh, no. it, gave it to the flight attendant before we took off from LAX to Miami. No. I'm asleep with noise-canceling AirPods. They said, is this anyone's laptop? Nope. And they leave it at LAX, and the plane takes off, and I land. And I land. I sleep the whole flight. That's <laughs> what I always do. And my laptop's not there. That's and then nightmare. the lady behind me goes, that was yours? Oh, I turned it into the flight attendant. I go, what? <laughs> oh, my God. And I landed in that city with no laptop. What happened? Did I had to I had to start calling all my DJ friends, relationships. Yeah. Dude, can you send me Dropbox links of just a bunch of music? Just put like whatever you're playing current. Like, oh so I have God. four DJs like sent Dropbox links. And then I had to like download it and put it on my tour manager's laptop, which was like a 2012 MacBook Air. And like cross my fingers like and hope this little thing is going to work through the night. And it was at Live That's Miami. Crazy. And I powered through I the live night. Miami too. I live Miami. It was, Jesus. My, it was like one of my first shows back and my laptop was gone. Oh my God. Yeah. What a nightmare. <laughs> well, also just get, if you can afford it, uh, TSA pre-check and clear. There you know, you having those changes your life. TSA pre-check and clear game yeah. changer. Pre-check at least. That's yes. easy and cheap. Clear a little more expensive, but definitely worth it. Except I have been in about three or four clear lines lately and for like a- up. Yeah, I'm like, yo, what's up? Now we're going to have to get Clear Plus or something and, and like, pay He's more? Adding? No, man. I don't know. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, there's that and just searching. Uh, I don't know. I don't have a lot right now. But, we're going to have to do a travel episode one day Yeah, together it's true. I got to do, tips. like, theme. Yeah, I got to write them out. Yeah. You got any other any um, other ones? One rec- This is my last one. One guilty pleasure record that you play? <laughs> oh, God, you're killing me. Um, okay. Um and it could be like, it's like, we all love it. Like, I think, I haven't played in a while, but I definitely want to bring it back. But like, my guilty pleasure, I, I really do love Since You've Been Gone, Kelly Clarkson. I love playing that record. Such a good song. Everybody sings along. It's incredible, you know. But like, I've always loved that from day yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, that's a great one. Um, I mean, you know, dropping in some Backstreet Boys, okay, uh, Everybody or something. Yeah, you crushed you know. that set. When I was at Tal, you went into like a pop lane. I was like, oh. <laughs> my god this is so good yeah tau's been fun man i just kind of go crazy that's why when i got to marquee i was like okay do i need to be full-on big room but like i started real big room and then i realized all right i can still go all over the place you it's what you and like little john was there so i was like i just went into a little john set you know and i'm like snap your fingers b-i-b-i you know and you just start looking around as a dj and realizing what you can do i tried not to drink too much uh you know I think I had like one, sh- two, one or two shots. With little know. John, that's dangerous. He'll, he'll <laughs> he was you. in his own, his own world. Okay, okay, but it's still a lot going on. Like you said, they're like, "All right, say happy birthday, KD. Go here. That table's doing this. We're shooting the thing. That's Four a- jumping jacks, ten dip. And you're like, whoa, whoa, oh gotta do everything. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot. Um, but yeah, that's Dope, man. Uh, yeah, yo, thank I'm glad you. I put you on the spot at the end. And I know, th- and threw damn, you out of your, I'm not threw good you out of your comfort spot. zone. Oh my god, I'm really out of my comfort zone. <laughs> I need to make those lists for people. Uh, hit yeah. me with this travel hack, you know? Yeah, exactly. The, um, the fire, the 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 fire, rapid fire, the rapid fire yeah, question rapid fire round. questions are yeah. good.
Ding, pass, um, pass, pass. Amazing. So what's uh, what's right, next? Well, I'll, 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 next is Beyond the Music Retreat, which okay. I'll see you in person. We'll right. we'll announce the exact dates. Make sure you're following that. Dope. Um, if you're if you're not, um, you should follow at yeah. Beyond the Music Retreat and sign up. The registration form is going to be up there soon. Um, and yeah, be, but my singles out on all on the platforms as well as for DJs. Is it out right now? Not not out like on on DSPs like no Spotify, no iTunes. It's okay. just on all the record pools right oh, now. Oh, dope. Okay. Just for the DJs. I just and had it from when you sent it to me. Yeah, it's gonna I'm come cool out like that. <laughs> next month, next month it'll be out. I don't. I want to want to say the exact date, but it's coming out next month. Um, but I wanted to just give it out to all the DJs first yeah. and get it out there. Um, and it's a flip of B2K bump bump bump. Yeah. So the Armarion virus. Oh, no, it's was great. Like popping when it came. Oh, when on, virus. When I started working on it, it was like the Marion virus is out. Like, oh let's God. go. This is the bump, bump, bump chance. Let's hope no more virus. No, uh, we're stuff back. Holds man. Us we're back. out. We're out. There's yeah. no mass mandates everywhere I've no. been going. So that's that's a nice thing to see everybody's right. faces in the club again. Yeah, so, we're back here. We're doing a podcast yes. in a closed room. Yeah, things are good. We're living, man. We're yeah, living. We're I'm living. happy to be out. It's a whole different vibe than our 2020 last pod that we did way different yeah. like that was you know we were talking about wiping down groceries and seats <laughs> and you know <laughs> it's exactly. crazy i'm like we all got covid this year so i'm like okay we're we're set we're i'm ready to go around we're and we're back man. do whatever so and yeah are you going to south by southwest or any of that no south by southwest Same. i Not got me. like a gig dur in miami during winter music conference or that oh, cool. miami music week whatever, whatever it's, it's called. called now yeah um i got uh shows in boston i got shows in Dope. yeah yeah man it's i'm back i feel good yes, i'm I blessed know. man health is here and and gigs are around the corner yeah so. health and the new the new mindset yeah. like you're saying like i yeah. feel like it's good like even a lot of stuff health you said to me today yeah health and wealth i need man. to get on my workout tip like you you there know you go. The, I'm a, I'm a, that's our next one we'll do the podcast live from my running route on the reservoir yeah, as we're running to. and i need to lift weights <laughs> i guess i walked in everyone's like damn you're skinny i'm like okay i thought i was fit <laughs> i'm gonna right. do push-ups <laughs> at least i'm not like damn you're fat but i mean i don't know <laughs> all right next pod live from the gym we're in. live from the gym from yeah the gym. yes all right dj vice thank you so much thank for coming you, on vice it's not not dj vice dj vice on social media but yeah, DJ call vice. him vice when you see him baby yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks a lot i will uh let's go pick up our kids peace man peace see ya all right dj vice on the podcast in person it was like a whole new thing so much better i loved it and uh i hope you guys did too thank you to him for coming on thank you to you guys for listening rate and review the podcast send me messages if you want to get in touch with me and uh keep listening thank you guys uh the the 20 podcast is produced by beat source join us next week for more interviews as we discuss music that matters to djs i'm dj spider signing off peace And that was the 20 with DJ Spider.